Hi, this is Tom Barthel, serving as pastor at Rock of Ages Lutheran Church in Payson, Arizona. Welcome to our Easter Sunday service. If you'd like to follow along with the service, you can go to rockofages-payson.com. There, you'll find the service folder, and you can view it on your phone screen or you can print it at home. You're invited to join along with us with the parts that are in boldface. We'll sing the hymn, Crown Him with Many Crowns, led by Branches Band and sung by the children at Rock of Ages. Crown him with many crowns, the Lamb upon his throne. Hark how the heavenly anthem strong, all music but his Christ is risen. I will sing to the Lord, for he is highly exalted. The Lord is my strength and my song. He has become my salvation. Let us come before him with thanksgiving and extol him with music and song. I will not die but live and will proclaim what the Lord has done. Christ has died. Christ has risen. Christ will come again. The Lord's right hand was majestic in power. The Lord's right hand shattered the enemy. In the greatness of his majesty, he threw down those who opposed him. Death has been swallowed up in victory. Where, O death, is your victory? Where, O death, is your sting? Thanks be to God. He gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. 
I know that my Redeemer lives, and that in the end he will stand upon the earth. The kingdom of the world has become the kingdom of our Lord and of his Christ, and he will reign forever and ever. For the Lamb at the center of the throne will be our shepherd. He will lead us to springs of living water. And God will wipe away every tear from our eyes. We'll join in the hymn, Christ the Lord is Risen Today, stanzas 1 and 2, led by the children at Rock of Ages. Upon the hill, the cross now stands empty. Morning light breaks upon the tomb. As we come before our God and King this holy Easter morning, let us confess to him our sins. Lord God, God, I I humbly come come before you. I I confess that that I am sinful in thought, word, and deed. I daily daily fail to do what you command, and continually do what you forbid. Lord, I am sorry for my sins. I believe that for the sake of my Lord Jesus Christ, you will have mercy on me. Upon this, your sincere confession, by Christ's command and authority, I forgive you all your sins, in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. The vacant cross and the empty grave are God's proof to you that he has accepted the sacrifice of his one and only Son. Whoever believes this simple truth of Scripture has eternal life. The Lord is gracious and righteous. When I was in great need, he saved me. The Lord is my strength and my song. He has become my salvation. Shouts of joy and victory resound in the tents of the righteous. The Lord's right hand has done mighty things. I will not die, but live. And will proclaim what the Lord has done. Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Alleluia. We'll sing the next two stanzas of our hymn.
with you and also with you Lord Almighty God by the glorious resurrection of your son Jesus Christ you conquered death and opened the gate to eternal life grant that we who have been raised with him through baptism may walk in the newness of life and ever rejoice in the hope of sharing his glory through Jesus Christ our Lord to whom with you and the Holy Spirit be dominion and praise now and forever. Amen. Our first reading from Isaiah, chapter 12. In that day you will say, I give thanks to you, Lord, for though you are angry with me, your anger has turned away, and you comfort me. Surely God is my salvation. I will trust in him, and I will not be afraid, because Yah, the Lord, is my strength and my son and he has become my salvation. Therefore with joy you will draw water from the wells of salvation. In that day you will say, Give thanks to the Lord, proclaim his name, declare among the peoples what he has done, proclaim that his name is high exalted, sing to the Lord, for he has done amazing things. Let this be known in all the earth. Shout aloud, and sing for joy, daughter of Zion. For the Holy One of Israel is great among you. We'll sing our psalm of the day, Psalm 118. You're invited to join in singing the refrain and speaking the responses as indicated. Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. For his mercy endures forever. Let Israel say now, Yes, his mercy endures forever. Let the house of Aaron say now, Yes, his mercy endures forever. Let those who fear the Lord say now, Yes, his mercy endures forever. The Lord is with me, I will not be afraid. What can people do to me? The Lord who is with me, is my helper. So I will look and triumph on my enemies. It is better to take refuge in the Lord than to trust in people. It is better to take refuge in the Lord than to trust in human benefactors.
My strength and song is the Lord. And he has become salvation for me. Loud shouts of victory are heard in the tents of the righteous. The right hand of the Lord has done a mighty deed. The right hand of the Lord is lifted high. The right hand of the Lord has done a mighty deed. I will not die. No, I will live. I will proclaim the works of the Lord. The stone the builders rejected has become the cornerstone. This is from the Lord. It is marvelous in our eyes. This is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. For his his mercy endures forever. Our second reading is from 1 Corinthians, chapter 15, starting at verse 51. Look, I tell you a mystery. We will not all sleep, but we will all be changed. In a moment, in the blink of an eye, at the last trumpet. For the trumpet will sound, and the dead will be raised imperishable, and we will be changed. For this perishable body must put on imperishability and this mortal body must put on immortality. But once this perishable body has put on imperishability, and this mortal body has put on immortality, then what is written will be fulfilled. Death is swallowed up in victory. Death, where is your sting? Grave, where is your victory? The sting of death is sin, and the power of sin is the law. But thanks be to God, who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Alleluia, alleluia, Christ is risen. He is is risen risen indeed. Alleluia. This is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Alleluia. Our Gospel reading from Matthew chapter 28. After the Sabbath, at the dawn on the first day of the week, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary went to look at the tomb. Suddenly there was a great earthquake, for an angel of the Lord came down from heaven and was going to the tomb. He rolled away the stone and was sitting on it. His appearance was like lightning, and his clothing was as white as snow. The guards were so terrified of him that they shook and became like dead men. The angel said to the woman, Do not be afraid. I know that you are looking for Jesus, who was crucified. He is not here. He is risen, just as he said. Come. See the place where the Lord lay. Go quickly and tell his disciples, He has risen from the dead. And look, he is going ahead of you to Galilee. There you will see him. See, I have told you. So they hurried away from the tomb, filled with fear and great joy, and ran to tell the disciples. Suddenly Jesus met them and said, Greetings. They approached, took hold of his feet, and worshipped him. Then Jesus said to them, Do not be afraid. Go, tell my brothers that they should go to Galilee, and there they will see me. 
This is God's word. We'll sing three stanzas of the hymn, I Know My Redeemer Lives, led by the children at Rock of Ages. There's been a lot of talk recently about a new normal. That is to say, the way we once did things no longer will be the same for many people. The worldwide pandemic could be far worse, many argue, if it weren't for the steps taken by many people. For some, they will be glad when it's just all over and life can get back to normal. But others point out that life will never actually be the way it used to be. They say that the impact of the pandemic will be lasting on businesses and lifestyles, and will change everyone's way of life. And that's likely true. You already are hearing of things you would probably never would have thought of. McDonald's doing delivery. Churches meeting in their parking lots. Companies like GM still might be in business, but employees have to follow new rules, and even the manufacturing line has been altered to prevent the spread of illness. Certain policies make life miserable, ranging from the very heartbreaking you can't enter the ICU right now, to the less severe, you can't pass around donuts at work anymore. So yes, it's probably true. Life won't be the same as it was before the pandemic. People are tossing around the phrase, a new normal. You'll just have to get used to the after effects. A new podcast on a major news network is starting up, and it's called The New Normal. Change isn't always bad. But so many of the changes are rather disheartening. We want life to go back to the way it was without a pandemic or the fear that it brings. We want businesses which we frequent and which serve us to run the way they always did. Most of us probably don't want such a new normal and all the changes the pandemic brings. But it's not the end of the story. There's going to be another new normal. One that's going to bring about something wonderful. That's what we consider today as we read the closing verses of 1 Corinthians chapter 15. Christ is risen. There's going to be a new normal. 
One thing that everyone seems to be keen on reporting is the rate of death that the pandemic has in various countries. It seems that everyone is paying attention to how much risk of death is floating around or hidden. There's so much mystery about a new illness, we want to know what our chances are of getting sick and what our chances are of survival if we don't get sick. There's nothing more disruptive to normal life than death. But that's where we all need to step back and take in the sobering sobering reality of our situation. Things like illness, war, food shortages, overrun hospitals, mass fear, and isolation are all just symptoms of a greater problem. The world is under the curse of sin. Whenever we experience these things, we are made to remember that the curse of sin is actually our normal existence right now. That's what we have by nature. And really, in the end, it doesn't matter what the rate of infection is with any pandemic. The mortality rate for being human is 100%. Everyone is going to die because everyone is covered in guilt and sin. And this is an illness which we could never escape because it's passed on from our parents. We receive it, we live in it, and we die in it. Sin kills, and it does so because the sinner deserves justice from God. Our real problem has always been our sin and the sting it brings, death. We might win occasionally over illness, but we can never devise our own lasting victory over death. But there's a new normal coming. Jesus The Son of God was born into this world cursed by sin. He, however, was different from the rest of us. He had no sin. Conceived by the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary, he was without any inherited sin. And as the true Son of God, he committed no sin at all, but lived a perfect and holy life. Yet he died an agonizing death on the cross. He did this not because he deserved it, but for us. And when the payment for sin was complete, he gave up his life. His body was placed in the grave. The scriptures foretold all these events. Jesus had foretold it to his disciples. When the woman came to the tomb on Sunday morning, they did not find the body of Jesus. An angel reported the good news first. Do not be afraid. I know you are looking for Jesus who was crucified. He is not here. He has risen, just as he said. What those women and Jesus' disciples needed to realize was that there was going to be a new normal. Death was the old way. But because Jesus died and rose again, life would never be the same again. A new normal is promised to come. The Apostle Paul says that change will come suddenly for us. Listen, I tell you a mystery. He doesn't mean something that is confusing. He means something which you would never imagine if someone hadn't told you about it. It is something which God has made known. Far better than any World Health Report or news briefing, it is the word of God to assure the whole world. We will not all sleep, but we will all be changed. In a moment, in the blink of an eye, at the last trumpet. Death, for those who are in Christ, it is just a sleep. We will not remain in death. A new normal is coming. 
And when it comes, it will be so sudden that Paul says it will be in the blink of an eye. A day is coming when all who have died with faith in Christ Jesus will be changed. Paul says to the believers he writes to, we will all be changed. The change that's coming is this. The dead will be raised imperishable. It will be a new normal. Right now we live in fear of pain, hurt, and decay. We strive against the process of aging and are taken aback every time we face the loss and pain which accompanies death. But the new normal will be new bodies raised back to life as imperishable bodies. No more hurt, no more decay. We will go on living forever. Time will no longer be marked by aging. Time will no longer cease to matter at the moment of death. We will never age or die. Paul gives the picture of putting on the new normal, the same way that one puts on a garment. Our perishable bodies will be putting on the new imperishable self. Right now, we put on personal protective equipment like face masks. At the sounding of the last trumpet and the return of Christ, we will put on new bodies. And we will never need any personal protective equipment because those new bodies will never perish. When all this happens, the new normal will have begun. The prophecy in Scripture will be fulfilled in which death gets swallowed up. Isn't that a comforting picture? The very idea that death would be conquered and devoured by life. When those women left the tomb the first Sunday which celebrated the resurrection, they had to know that a new normal was on its way. They left in a hurry, filled with fear and joy. What would life be like now that Jesus was alive again? What would it mean for them? They weren't exactly sure, but it did bring them joy mixed with that uncertainty. The Apostle Paul writes to remove all uncertainty about what the new normal involves for those who live in resurrection joy. Listen, I tell you a mystery. We will all be changed. Jesus' resurrection was the first great change. His body, restored to life, is now a glorious body and lives forever. We too will leave the sleep of death and will put on the garment of immortality. These perishable bodies will be clothed with the imperishable. We will see the new normal begin as death is finally devoured up by life forever. There's a new normal coming. But it's not one that's surrounded by new limitations and fears. It's not a new normal in a fight against death. It is a new normal in a victory over death. And that new normal is the victory which is ours through Jesus Christ, the living one. When the woman left the tomb, they saw the risen Jesus. It says they fell down and worshipped him. Don't be afraid, he told them. And can't you just picture him saying, there's going to be a new normal. A new normal without fear and without death. That's something to talk about. This is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Amen. I invite you to join in confessing our Christian faith. We'll use the words of the Apostles' Creed. 
in a world that has difficulty believing in the one true God, but is so ready to believe that our universe happened by some unknown accident, what do you believe? I believe in God, the Father Almighty, Maker of heaven and earth. In a society that so quickly rejects what God did through His Son, what do you believe? I believe in Jesus Christ, His only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. While many put their trust in things or people that they make into their gods, what do you believe that Jesus did that proves he has conquered death and is true God, just as he said? He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From there he will come to judge the living and the dead. Those who refuse to trust the Lord are without hope. What do you believe that gives you hope? I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Christian Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, and the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. We pray. Heavenly Father, God of grace, you have brought us into this new and living hope by the resurrection of Jesus from the dead. Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Alleluia. We marvel at the love you showed by your willingness to sacrifice your Son to pay for our sins and then raised him from the dead. We praise you for sending the true life and light into the world. Lord Jesus, God of grace, you have filled our hearts with resurrection joy by your victory over sin, death, and the grave. You have conquered the darkness and given us comfort and hope. Dear Savior, we who are weary and burdened come to you for rest, knowing that because of your redemption there is now no condemnation for us. Take away our doubts and fears, renewing us in the joy of our salvation. Holy Spirit, God of grace, you have called us by the gospel and brought us to saving faith in our risen Lord. Keep us with Jesus Christ in the one true faith. Make us yearn for the day when you will give eternal life to us and all believers in Christ. Work through us as we proclaim the saving message of the crucified and risen Jesus, near and far, so that many others may hear your call obtain the salvation in Christ Jesus, and join us before the throne of our God and of the Lamb. Alleluia! For our Lord God Almighty reigns. Alleluia! Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not to temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. While the offering is being collected, you're invited to listen and meditate on the words of the hymn, His Battle Ended There, sung by the children at Rock of Ages. You're also invited to join in singing the Alleluia refrain.
His battle ended there, death was overcome. Jesus alive again, wore the victor's crown. Clearly sin had failed, goodness had prevailed. Alleluia, 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 alleluia. Dread powers of death and sin had them in their hold. Then Jesus rose again, all their plans were foiled. Jesus lived again, triumph over skin. Alleluia, Alleluia. Alleluia, Alleluia. Dead in the grave he lay, mourned by every friend. Those dark and fearful days then did reach their end. God raised him to life, victor in the strife. chains of sin, open death's dark jail. God filled him with new life that could not fail. Right before their eyes, Jesus did arise. Alleluia, 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 Alleluia. Almighty God, grant to your church the Holy Spirit and the wisdom that comes from above. Let nothing hinder your word from being freely proclaimed to the joy and edifying of Christ's holy people, so that we may serve you in steadfast faith and confess your name as long as we live. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. The God of peace, who brought back from the dead our Lord Jesus Christ, that great shepherd of the sheep, through the blood of the eternal covenant, equip you with everything good for doing his will, working in you what is pleasing to him. And the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Amen. We'll sing the final stanzas of I Know My Redeemer Lives. Joy, 
Thank you for joining our Easter service. You can find the service folder for this and other services at rockofages-payson.com. And there you'll also find the sermon messages and sermon videos for various Sundays. God bless your continued celebration of the risen and victorious Jesus and the life which is ours in Christ.